Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey! The attendees like a raging pool. Uh-huh.
My Jesus stronger. Be me King Jesus stronger. There's a uh, roadhouse restaurant. 
And so when we got there, now the roadhouse is uh, exactly, this roadhouse is exactly six minutes from, from where we are, six minutes from the church. And I go there because it's convenient, convenient. And when we get there, I asked Jose to go pick them up in the truck, and Brother Joe and I went to get a seat. When we got there, the whole it's it's, um, it's in a mall, but don't you know this is Dalton, so you gotta realize the whole mall was covered with cars and big buses and people in every spot selling stuff, hats, T-shirts, badges, pins, you name it. And so I said, I just thought, and I thought, hmm, this is six minutes from the church. And so then we, I said, I said, we're not going to be able to get anything to eat. And I wanted, um, I wanted uh, them to be able to eat something because when you go to these kind of things, you never know what's going to happen. And so I had asked Jose if he would accompany them because the Lord told me, go back, you eat, you go back, and I want, I need you to pray. So that's what I was going to do. And it just, it just, the thought was in my mind. I said, man, the Republican Party had planned this six minutes from uh, from the church. Had I known that, I would have set up a prayer table where you could just stop by and get prayer, and I would have passed out literature, and I would have sat there. And so um, we had to wait. We had to wait, and um, Jose had another errand to do for, for for the ministry, and then he was going to pick the person up from the hotel and bring them to the restaurant so they, they could get some nourishment. Because I, I, I knew it was going to be outside, and the body needed to be, you know, built up, have something to burn off. But I kept thinking, I was thinking, Boy, this is organized so well. Needless to say, I didn't know that that was the whole area. In order to get to the the Dalton Airport, which is strictly for private planes, mind you, um, you had to go there and park your car, and then you had to get on one of those buses. I mean, nice new touring buses, first class. So make a long story short, Jose and the other person get there, and then they found out that they were supposed to get on the bus where we were in order to get in the airport. So they had to leave the airport, come back. See, God had already led me there. I should have been a little bit nosy 
and asked the people there what was going on, and they were already there where they were supposed to be. This is how God does it when you're in his perfect will, brothers and sisters. When you're moving and operating according to his plan, and why am I saying that? Remember, I'm in Dalton because God told me to come to Dalton and break the witchcraft off the president and pray a year ago. A year ago. Something else happened. Something else happened. I negotiated for the church so that I wouldn't have to put a put a lot of money up front. But I had made an agreement that I, I was going to pay the man an additional $1,000 this year. So I sent the money. Brother Joe took the money over to the man with the additional 1000 a month. And they wound up giving Brother Joe the check back to go get another check because my increase doesn't start until March. Prepared for it. That was a blessing. And God had, I had the money. It was supernatural. It was supernatural. It came supernaturally. God had somebody send it. They didn't know that my increase was going to be, as a matter of fact, they didn't have no idea except God told them. And then when I went to pay it, they gave it back and said, it's not due until uh, March. God is blessing his people if you will allow him to bless you. So then they get I'm telling you two things, but all this happened yesterday. They get, they they come back, they park the truck, and they got on the bus. And I think that the exciting thing was that the spirit of our ministry was on that bus. And it, and it, there was, I, I don't believe there was any transference of spirits because there couldn't be because they were in the will of God. Brothers and sisters, so thinking about, this is what I was thinking about. As I was praying, I was saying, you know, God, there, there's those other gifts that you have too. Gifts of, um, that go with the gifts of, gifts of health. Because that's my main, 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 main gift I flow in. The gifts of health. This ministry, this ministry flows under a banner of health. So then, God said, you see how that was orchestrated? And I went back to something else. One of the most organized ministries I had ever seen in my life is Creflo Dollar. Right down there in Atlanta. Creflo Dollar's ministry flows like a like a wheel. 
His ministry so organized because I used to wonder, how does he move? How does he so smoothly get all those thousands of people that come to his church every Sunday? I went to find out, me and Brother Joe, this was years ago, his ministry is one of the most organized ministries I've ever seen. It's just good management, good organization. So there's that word again, organization. So I was, as I was praying here, God said, did you know that it's a gift? I said, you know, I was kind of beginning to feel like it was. Brothers and sisters, God got some things you need and I need that we don't even know what their names are or is or whatever. And God has some gifting. So I said, now, I said, now, God, I said, uh, I don't, I ain't never wanted to be like everybody else. I kind of, I kind of asked you that when you first sent me out, you know, I can't be effective. I just don't want to, I just don't, don't, I just, I can't be effective like those disciples. I don't know if this is going to work, but I know you can make me effective. So I prayed, I said, God, I want supernatural organizing skills for this year. And I began to just thank God. I began to thank God. And you see, God had me call somebody up on the phone and kind of like rebuke them. Because God said that they were practicing witchcraft and that they had come out of witchcraft. And I asked them, I said, well, you want me to call them up and tell them that they dropped back, they have flipped back into their witchcraft ways? He said, not all their witchcraft ways, but this is a form of witchcraft that they had never gotten, gotten rid of. I said, what is that? He said, ask them for stuff. I said, I beg your pardon. <laughs> I said, he said, I don't, I, you haven't talked that in a long time. Brothers and sisters, I don't know if you know it or not. Because you're not supposed to fast for stuff. Did you know that? And I know people that have taught their children, you fast for this. You fast for that. I know preachers that have taught their church. You fast for this. You fast for that. Do you know that's a form of witchcraft? Do you know that when you fast for stuff, that the devil can very, very easily answer those prayers? And and then it's only temporary. That's why it's temporary. But when you fast for the Lord... When you fast for God, when you fast in according to the will of God, 
what God gives you is permanent. When you fast for stuff, you be you be operating under a spirit of witchcraft just like the witches do. Well, I'm going to fast for this job. Okay. That means you're going to operate under a spirit of intent that no matter what happens, you're going to get it. And sometimes you get what you want and you don't get what you need. Because, see, God knows what you need. And God knows what is required for you, brothers and sisters, to be happy. So you've ever fasted for stuff. And another thing, I, I talked to some students yesterday. It was, it was really good. And when I was talking to those students, you know, they were telling me that um, they fast, good grades, or they fast for this or that. And then one of them made the mistake of telling me that they fast, that their teacher would do this or that. I said, so you tipped over into witchcraft, huh? You fasted that you would bring the will of your teacher under your, your desire. I said, now what about all the other students in the class? While you binding up the teacher, what about what about the liber, liberality of all the <clears throat> excuse me of all the other students in the class? While you praying that your will be done over the life of this teacher, did you pray to release her from the bondage that you put her under? Brothers and sisters, God ain't nowhere in the Bible. God told you to bind nobody up according to your will. I fast that my boss would give me a raise. God didn't tell you to do that. He says every good gift, you hear that, comes down from the Father of light in whom there is no valuableness nor shadow of changing. Now, once again, I got my, I got my notes in front of me. But the Holy Spirit will take it over because he wants some of y'all to come out from under that witchcraft. God ain't told you to fast and pray that he would give you nobody else's ministry. You practicing witchcraft. Ever listen to that show I did on Sheila Zelensky's uh, program, I told you that witches operate through intent. When you fast and pray against a person, you're praying against them, and you're using your intent, your will, to overthrow the will of God, because God ain't told you his will for nobody else's life, especially if you won't listen to him for his will for your life. To repent. You need to repent for every psychic prayer. Those are psychic prayers that you done prayed against the life of another person. You're supposed to fast and render a fast unto God. Well, somebody said, well, Esther fasted and prayed. Esther fasted and prayed. 
let the will of God be done for the whole nation of Israel. Daniel, 21 days, Daniel was praying, brothers and sisters, that the will of God be done once again for the whole nation. You need to repent and turn away from them psychic prayers. You done bound people's lives up. Greedy, self-seeking, self-centered desires. You done prayed psychic prayers. Church is messed up. People of God messed up. So anyway, as I was as I was like continuing in prayer, God said, I want to show you something. I want to give you uh, a mission. A mission. A mission. I want to know if you're gonna accept this mission. The mission for whole whole 2021 is walking this deliverance walk, walking this Jesus walk out, standing of the will of God, of the laws of God, of the principles of God that have to come to pass. Brothers and sisters, God does not want you and me and us abiding in any kind of witchcraft. You've been praying psychic prayers. You've been, some of you are marching and walking on deliverance principles, but you follow in a lying voice. Because I'm going to ask you what I ask most people that I know, especially those of you that say you can hear from God. If you tell me you can hear from God, and if you tell me you do hear from God, and if you tell me you know God's voice, Jesus said, my chief know my voice, and the voice of another they will not follow. I want you to call me up. Oh, that's right. This thing is not quite working. No, it might be. I don't know. And I want you to tell me this. Tell me what Satan's voice sounds like. Tell me what the voice of the devil sounds like. And don't give me this flimsy, flim-flam stuff. Well, the devil tell me to do evil. And so then I know that it's not God's voice. The devil does not always and tell you to do evil. The devil tells you to do whatever he needs you to do that's going to bring harm to you, that's going to subtract from you and not cause you to be multiplied in the blessings and the goodness of God. So tell me this morning, maybe somebody, what does the devil's voice sound like? Because if you know God's voice, and if you're led by God's spirit, 
you got to know what the devil voice sounds like. you got to know when the devil is leading you. If you don't, if you can't, your discerner is not working right. Because you're supposed to be able to discern the voice of your enemy. You're supposed to be able to discern your human voice. You're supposed to be able to discern the voice of God. And you're supposed to be able to distinguish the voice of God from the voice of Satan, the voice of God from the voice of your own conscience, and especially the voice of God or the voice of the devil in anybody talking to you. Now, you're not going to hear this 100% all the time because God will allow you to go through some things to test your faith and build your strength in him. But if, if it's not for him and if it's not for his purpose, if, 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 if you're operating through your own God, you know, you done made yourself your own God, then I guarantee you, you don't even know the voice of Satan because the voice of Satan will disguise his voice like your voice or the voice of Satan will disguise his voice like that counterfeit voice. What counterfeit voice? The one that disguised itself and told you it was God. The one that seduced you through sexual dreams, ungodly dreams, which are really nightmares, induced by devils, And some of you know your soul has been commingled through transference of spirit, and you're going to tell yourself a lie that everything you hear is of God, and you know it's not. If you don't know it, I'm helping you out this morning. I'm helping you out this morning. Because this is what God said this morning. He said, Eric, get your Bible and go to Second Chronicles. You know the verses. You know the verses. If you don't know them, you should know them. Second Chronicles 7, 1 through 14. Now, when Solomon had made an end of praying, the fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offering and the sacrifices and the glory of the Lord filled the house. And the priests could not enter into the house of the Lord because the glory of the Lord had filled the Lord's house. And when the children of Israel saw how the fire came down and the glory of the Lord upon the house, they bowed themselves with their faces to the ground, pavement and worship, and praised the Lord, saying, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Can somebody post that in the chat room? 
for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Then the king, all the people offered sacrifices before the Lord. And King Solomon offered a sacrifice of 20 and 2,000 oxen and 120,000 sheep. So the king and all the people dedicated the house of God. And the priests waited on their offices. The Levites also with instruments of music of the Lord, which David the king had made to praise the Lord because his mercy endured forever. When David praised by their ministry and the priests sounded trumpets before them and all Israel stood. Moreover, Solomon hollowed the middle of the court that was before the house of the Lord. For there the brazen altar which Solomon had made was not able to receive the burnt offerings and the meat offerings and the fat. Verse 8. Also at the same time, Solomon kept the feast seven days and all Israel with him, a very great congregation from the entering in of Hamath unto the river of Egypt. They made a solemn assembly, for they kept the dedication of the altar seven days and the feast seven days. And on the three and twentieth day of the seventh month, he sent the people away into their tents, glad and merry in heart for the goodness that the Lord had showed unto David and to Solomon and to Israel, his people. Solomon finished the house of the Lord and the king's house and all that came into Solomon's heart to make in the house of the Lord. Look at this. And in his own house. You see, brothers and sisters, when you take care of the Lord's house, the Lord is going to, at the same time, be taking care of your house. All that came into Solomon's heart to make in the house of the Lord and in his own house, he prosperously affected. And the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said unto him, look what he said, I have heard thy prayer and have chosen this place to myself for a house of sacrifice. If I shut up heaven that there be no rain or if I command the locusts to devour the land or if I send pestilence among my people. God say, even if, if I do all this stuff to get your attention according to my own will, all this 
bad stuff happening. He said, if you see it, if you see it, if it is happening to you, then here's what I'm saying to you. If I do all that appears not to look good, act good, smell good, or be good, if you then, as my people, which are called by my name, if you will humble yourself, if you will pray, and if you will seek my faith, and if you will turn from your wicked ways, Look what he says. In the middle of all of that, then I will hear from heaven. I will forgive your sin. And I, God, will heal your land. God says, if you humble yourself, if you get out of yourself, if you lay your self-righteousness down, if you lay yourself seeking down, and if you seek my faith, and that's not enough. If you seek my faith, and if you turn from your wicked ways, I'm listening. I will hear. I will forgive your sins, and I will heal your land. Right here, brothers and sisters. Right here. God gave King Solomon a divine model of healing and redemption, including the land. There's a direct correlation between the spiritual world and the natural condition of the land. God says, but you got to humble yourself. You got to seek my faith. And when you do that, I'm going to hear you from heaven. I will hear You see, brothers and sisters, this expression from God, this word from God means that the healing of the land and the people always starts and begins with God hearing your cry for salvation or deliverance, hearing your cry and knowing that you comprehend the fact that it has to come through him. This is the kind of hearing that moves God into a positive action or a positive response 
on behalf of his people. The Bible says when God heard the cry of the children of Israel in Egypt, it was then that he sent Moses to deliver them out to deliver them from bondage. And this is the same kind of hearing that God promises you and I today. Repent and change. Repent for every psychic prayer you done prayed. Thinking you got to move God. God has to catch you in the act of desiring him. God has to hear your cry. He can hear. He's not limited in his hearing like you and I. can heal your hearing if you can't hear him. But you got to repent for all your wicked ways. And I'm not talking about tomorrow. I'm talking about right now. You got to humble yourself. Bible says that Jesus is the author and the finisher of your faith. Jesus says when Cornelius came to Jesus on behalf of his servant. Jesus said this, I will come and heal him. The centurion said, Lord, I'm a man under authority. You don't have to come under my roof. Just speak your word. Speak your word. And Jesus said, I have not heard, no, not in Israel. Repent for your lack of faith. Repent for your unbelief of God. Repent for your doubt in God's ability. And tell the Lord Jesus, I'm sorry. Help me to change. Deliver me from myself. God is real. God loves you way more than some of you love yourself. Once you open the door to him today, and repent for every time you try to play little Jesus. Repent for every time you try to play like you were somebody's Holy Ghost. Repent this morning from your wicked ways. And God said, he will hear 
from heaven. He will bless your land. Your land. Wherever you stand, wherever you sleep, wherever you walk, wherever you drive, wherever you travel to, whatever you travel in. But you got to repent this morning. Tell God you're sorry for being an idol worshiper. An idol worshiper, Erica? Yeah. Worshiping yourself. You became your own idol. Why don't you bow your head this morning and ask the Lord to forgive you into the wrong voices. To forgive you for putting yourself above him. Putting yourself in front of him. Because I want to tell you something. The Bible says Every good gift comes from the Father of life in whom there is no variableness. He don't change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus is able to save you to the uttermost. Jesus is able to deliver you so much so that you become regenerated. You become a new woman, a new man, a new teenager, a new baby in Christ. Jesus heals you to the point you become born again. And then the enemy comes to tempt you. He tells you through that voice in your head, you don't need Jesus. And this is a big one. He just makes a fool out of people. You don't need the church. Say, yeah, I don't need the church no more. Well, guess what you just said? You're the church. You are the church. Your body is his temple. So now you don't become double-minded. You desecrate yourself. Repent this morning. Repent. The Bible says our God is a jealous God. He shall have no other God above him, not even you and yourself. Repent this one and get this thing right. Repent this morning. Nobody's mad but the devil. Nobody. I don't think do too much. I want to ask you to do something. 
Some of you already got some here. Wherever you live, would you dig up about a couple of tablespoons of dirt? Pray for all of our land. I want you to take an envelope. You can go to the dollar store. Get them little padded envelopes or them little brown ones, the little ones. I want you to put some of the dirt where you live in some cellophane paper and wrap it up. Some dirt. We're going to get the land you live on blessed. I want you to send me the dirt. I'm going to put all of our dirt together and we're going to have a, we're going to bless our land. We're going to redeem our land. We're going to sanctify our land. And I want you to send it to me, priority mail. You don't send it if I don't get it in time. It ain't gonna be no um. Well, I I didn't know, I didn't hear it. Blah blah blah. If you don't get it to me in the next seven days, you just won't. It just won't be blessed. Well, it'll be blessed because you live there, but it won't have the additional blessing. Because I'm going to bless the land. Same way, came into this church, I came into this building, and I spent one year casting the devils out. Now I'm about to dedicate it. Sanctify it. Dedicate it to God as his house. I already gave him myself as his house. Your body is the outer court. Your soul is the inner court. Your spirit is the holy of holies where God abides. God told Moses, your shoes. The land you're standing on is holy ground. If you don't get here within the next seven days, that's it. Why seven days? That's a week. And in Second Chronicles 7, it talks about seven days, seven. That's why. You got seven days to get it to me. And prayerfully, you have repented for your wicked works. You have better understanding. Send me that dirt. <laughs> and remember this. The Bible says God remembers that you and I are but dirt. That is what it says, isn't it? I'm excited. But God wants to restore to you everything that's upon the worm, the canker worm, <laughs> in the way. Let's start by redeeming our land. Let's start by redeeming our soul. I'm excited about Jesus. You need the power of God. You need it. What's our scripture saying? 
forgetting those things that are behind prize of the high calling in Jesus Christ. I'm going to pray over it, and I'm going to send it back to you through the airwaves. Breaking through.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.